Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray For You. We're really grateful to have you joining us. By the way, thank you guys for all the really nice messages that you send us, including not just the prayer requests, which we're happy to get, but when you pray for us, that means a lot. So really thank you for that. We're going to get to Kristen's prayer in just a moment. But really, first, I just want to talk very quickly about getting through a wilderness period in your life. All right. Now, last night I spoke to you about the importance and really the necessity of reading the word of God, because that's how God wants to communicate with you. And without that, you can't build your faith. And faith is necessary to guide our, our walk through this world. Well, tonight I want to expand on the importance of reading the word when we feel like we're trapped in a wilderness. And in particular, I want to focus on the principle that man shall not live on bread alone, especially in those times. Okay. And this is something near and dear to my heart because I felt like I was trapped in a wilderness for about 10 years with my life really not progressing anywhere professionally or personally before I finally came out of it. And we all go through this, right? And when we go through it, it's important to remember that Jesus went into the wilderness too, okay? The Bible actually says Jesus was tempted in all things and sinned not so that really he can relate to any of the temptations we experience. Jesus was in the wilderness when he was led there by the Holy Spirit, you might remember, and he was fasting for 40 days. And while he was on that fast, Satan came to him and said, you know, if you're really the son of God, command these rocks to turn into bread. Now, he's doing this deliberately when Jesus is hungry because he knows he's physically weak and he thinks he's vulnerable, just like he does this to us when we're weak. Okay, that's why I have this rule, by the way. It's called the HALTS rule, H-A-L-T-S. I actually got it from Charles Stanley which means I never make any important decisions when I'm hungry, angry, lonely, tired, or sick. Because when you're in a weakened position like that, that's when you make bad decisions because things look overwhelming and and your judgment just isn't what it should be. And that's when the enemy comes in and tries to get you to compromise, okay? And so Satan sees that Jesus is physically weak and he's out in the wilderness and he thinks he has this window of opportunity and he tries to tempt him by having him turn stones into bread. And notice that the temptation isn't the bread itself. That's incidental because there's nothing sinful about bread. What he's really trying to do is get Jesus to answer to him, to submit to him, to give in to him. What he says is, if you're really the son of God, command these stones. So there's nothing really wrong with Jesus creating the bread and feeding himself. That's not the issue. The issue is that Jesus would be submitting to Satan. Ah, but instead Jesus rebukes Satan. He rebukes him by saying, it is written. I love when he says it is written. He says, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone. And it doesn't just, he doesn't just stop there. And this is key because he continues. Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Okay, every word. And what's interesting about this is he's actually reciting a verse that we see in Deuteronomy back in the Old Testament. And there are a lot of parallels. In Deuteronomy, it has to do with when the Jews are being led out of Egypt and towards the promised land, and they were stuck in this wilderness for a long time, 40 years, in fact, just as Jesus is in the wilderness for 40 days. And they were being led by God, just like Jesus was being led by the Holy Spirit, and both were being tested. 
And what God was saying in both instances is the way out of this wilderness is through the word of God, that there's no substitute for it. Okay. We are not just, just physical beings. We're spiritual beings. And being trapped in a wilderness is a spiritual problem. Whether we're in a viral pandemic or economic collapse, like the whole world is going through, or whether it's something more personal to you, your life just isn't going right. You got fired from your job, or maybe you're stuck in a position you don't like. A relationship has failed. You have an addiction, or maybe your child does. Your world is caving in. Those aren't really physical problems. Those are spiritual problems. And just as you have to feed yourself to make your body physically strong, so then too you need to you need to feed your spiritual self to take on these challenges. And what that means is reading the Word of God and studying it day and night. And when you do that, you'll see that what's really happening is that God is using that problem as a tool to bring you closer to him, which is which is his ultimate goal in the first place. And then you'll have victory. And then you'll get through this wilderness period in your life. All right. That's my message for tonight. Kristen, my dear, thank you for sitting patiently through that. No, it's great. It was absolutely great. And uh, I think someone mentioned about quarantine um, in Latin, the derivative of quarantine is 40. And I guess for our nation, the actual lockdown is the 25th and they're saying till May 3rd. And I know that that's debatable, but, um, and 40 days, it's such a, it's a, you know, it, it goes on and on and on something going around Facebook and just how that is a huge symbol in the Bible for 40 days, a lot of things and all the changes that we're going through. So that's very prevalent to that. I think that's 40 amazing. days is also the amount of time it rained mm -hmm. during the flood. Is that not correct? That's right. That's right. And, uh, the rainbow represents not flooding the earth again. So maybe we can get another sign that the land won't have a pandemic again or something like that. That would be nice. <laughs> so, um, very, very good. But that, that all connects. It's amazing how God connects all of that. Lord, we thank you for who you are. We thank you for your, your, your spirit, your love. We thank you that you are up to something, God. You are doing something exciting, new, and fresh in our lives, God. Lord, you have promised to give us good things in the scorched lands. You have promised to give us that no good thing will we lack when we come to you, God. And so, Lord, I just see that this season, we're going into a season of harvest, God, as we're plowing up the ground, Lord, you are raining down your showers of righteousness on us, God. We wait for you expectantly. God, we are, we are anticipating your deliverance, God, from personal issues, from things that we've waited on a long time. You're accelerating, God. You're, you're, you're going, we're going into a season of acceleration, of promises, things that we've We've waited on and, and prayed through and, and, and knocked and knocked at your door and, and come to your throne of grace confidently with. Lord, we, we wear Christ. Lord, may we abide in you. Lord, I pray that each person tonight listening to this would know that you don't just have what they need. You are what they need, God. You are you are relationship for the lonely person. You are love. You are joy. You are hope. You are goodness. You are kindness. You are patience. You are forgiveness, Lord. You are, you are 
so many things. You're, you are energy. You are healing. You are forg- forgiveness, Lord. You are. You are. You are life. Lord, may we put on your grace. May we put on and wear Christ as the garment, Lord. May, may we just radiate with your love and your joy and your peace and your hope. And wear your robe of righteousness as you surround us, God. God, the word for tonight that I'm feeling is that you are protecting your people, God. You are our defender, God. You are the defender of the weak. You comfort those in need. You will not faint. You won't grow weary. Lord Jesus, you are surrounding us. The angel of the Lord surrounds those who fear him, those who hope and trust in your unfailing love. Lord, you are surrounding us with shouts of deliverance. God, God, comfort for your people. Comfort for your people, strength for today and bright hope for tomorrow, God, that they would know, that we would know, God, that we would get ready. Brother and sisters, get ready. Get ready for with an expectant heart. You know, Jordan said something last night about faith and, and when a couple was praying for having a baby and he said, get ready, put, put a baby bottle or uh, something for, for the baby um, and, and just keep praying, but get ready, you know, get the nursery ready, get ready, get, get ready for that, get ready in faith. So whatever you're praying for, I just pray that the Holy Spirit would give you the strength to believe, to believe one more time. My brother and sister, you might be on the, the, uh, on the point of saying, God, I'm going to give up. I'm going to give up. No, God does not want you to give up. Just believe one more time, okay? Just believe one more time. Have that enduring faith. Just dare to believe what God is doing. Just dare to believe that he will come through. Just pray until the wall comes down, just like the walls of Jericho. Just praise and pray until the wall comes down. God will not leave you standing there. God will never abandon you. He will not leave you or forsake you. He will not leave you just standing there. He is with you and he is wanting to show you what he has for you. What he has for you is more than you can imagine. More than you can ask or imagine. He has your best interests at heart. He has it for you. And it's bigger than you imagined. It's more. But get ready for it. Get ready. Get ready. You're praying for an expansion of ministry. You're praying for for a child. You're praying for a husband. You're praying for for, uh, something in your family. You're praying for a financial breakthrough. But are you ready? Are, Are you ready? Act as if you had it because God has it for you. Are you ready? Are you ready to receive? Receive. I tell you, receive what God has for you right now. You are overlooking what God is wanting you to receive. There's something that God has for you to receive right now. There's something. There's joy. There's, there's, there's more. There's a bigger picture that you're not picking up on. I tell you, God wants you to receive it. You're, you're, you're holding on to anxiety and saying, Lord, where's my healing? Receive your healing. Receive it in Jesus' name. Dare to believe God. God has your healing. You're holding on to, to sleepless nights and, 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 and no healing in that area or, or uh, uh, just discord in your family. Receive. Receive what God is doing. Listen in. Just 
Just lean into what he's saying. He's giving you direction. But are you listening or are you just panicking? Because the enemy just wants to come in and tell you it's never going to be possible and make you shut down. Refuse to listen to the enemy. Refuse. Pray a little more. Press in a little more. What does it cost you to press in a little more, to, to open your Bible a little more, to pray a little longer, five minutes longer? I can tell you it costs you nothing, but it costs you something to not do it. It costs you something to not believe. It costs you something, sister, to, to not go for that opportunity that God is opening up to you. It costs you something, brother, to go for the other opportunity because you think it's easier. Go with what God is saying. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Go with what God has put in your heart. You know what it is. You know what it is. And sometimes the courage is to wait. And sometimes the courage is to go forward. But whatever it is, you already know. God has put that seed in you. You already know. The Holy Spirit has been whispering to you. Just listen a little bit. Just listen. Just lean into him. He's got something for you. Get ready. Oh, get ready. Oh, get ready for that expansion. Oh, get ready for those showers and those rains of righteousness. Just get ready. Just get your fields ready for his downpour. Just start praising him. Just start praising him and, and start digging, digging your land and digging for your promise and saying, God, here, plant it in here, plant it in me. Lord, send me. Lord, you have chosen me. Believe you are not a mistake. You are not an accident. You are not, you have, you have been chosen for such a time as this. Like Queen Esther, you, my sister, have been chosen for such a time as this. My brother, do not listen to those words that people said to you. Listen to what God says to you. Shut off all the noises. Shut off all the noises. Why are you going to go along with what someone else is telling you to do when God, you know what God has put in your heart to do? Listen to God. There's someone right now who has a very serious decision to make and, and you, you have been double-minded. But I tell you, now is the time. Now is the time to turn from that and turn fully to commit to God, okay? Now is the time because God is going to open up. When you do that, God is waiting on you. He's going to open up his storehouses of blessing for you. But you have to do that. You have to be obedient in that area because he's going to open up what he has for you, all right? He's, he's asking you. He's asking you to step forward. Step out. Step forward. Make it happen. He's, he's waiting on you. And we all... We all are in Christ. He, we're wearing Christ. We're wearing his robe of righteousness. Put on, put on Christ. Throw off, throw off that old self. You, it died with, with, with your, that old self died long ago. But you've been holding on to it. Instead, put on the robe of righteousness. Put on Christ. Put on him and, and abide in him. And he will abide in you. Abide in him. You'll bear good fruit. You were called to bear good fruit. You were called. You were chosen. You were called. You are his beloved. And he has so much for you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right, let's get right to the prayer requests. Uh, we have one that just came in from Wendy Damaris. It Hi, says, Wendy. hello, and God bless you. Can you help me? I haven't been feeling 100%. I have vertigo since last Sunday, even with the med medication not going away. I believe in Jesus, my healer. Well, I got to tell you that vertigo is something I'm familiar with because on one of our first dates, Kristen and I actually went to the top of the Freedom Tower in New York. <laughs> and uh, at, the reason she's laughing is because she remembers when I was like walking up there at like a 30 degree list 
So I thought uh, he was joking. I thought he was joking. I, it was not a fun experience. And the building actually sways, by the way. That's the other thing they don't tell you. What? So anyway, so I know that vertigo is not a fun experience. And in fact, my mother, I believe, suffered from something similar to it. Um, to the point where even when she was sitting still, the room would feel like it was spinning. Yeah. So, And Wendy uh, has overcome so much. Wendy is an amazing woman of faith and has overcome so much. So this is, is definitely in, absolutely. In so, Wendy, we're just going to come into agreement with you right now that this vertigo situation is going to be completely resolved favorably, that God is going to rebuke it, that you're going to feel like you have firm ground under your feet. Because that's what, when, you, when you're experiencing vertigo, it just feels like, the ground under your feet is unstable, but your feet are shod. And I'm just thinking, it occurs to me now, I'm thinking about the, the, the armor of God and your feet are shod in peace. So number one, we pray that God gives you peace as part of the armor of God. And your helmet is salvation. And that's, you know, vertigo is usually like an inner ear problem. And so we pray for you to have the helmet of salvation and your feet shod in peace. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. We also have prayer requests from Faustino, who says, pray for David for his loneliness and his job, and Tanya for restoration with her dad and her children's father. Father God, we pray for David uh, in his work. We pray that he doesn't feel lonely. We pray for Tanya to be restored with her dad and, and to her children's father. Whatever's going on in that situation, God, we know that your arm is not too short, that you can't reach it. So God, we thank you in advance for total victory over that situation. Juanita Brock just writes us now and she says, uh, prayers, I feel so alone. Well, Juanita, in Jesus' name, we pray that God will come to you and comfort you, number one, spiritually, but also give you a support structure of, of other people so that you don't feel alone. Yeah. Because I think there are actually what's happening now is there are other people who need you who don't even know you yet. And I pray that God connects you with them so that you can help to, to heal their loneliness. Nick says, please pray for John. He's in the hospital. God, we pray right now for all people who are in a hospital right now and all, all family members. This is an especially tough time for family members because in a lot of these areas hard hit by the coronavirus, they can't even see their family members, even when they're deathly ill. And so we pray for, we pray for Nick and we pray for John, who's in the hospital. And we pray that God will bring total healing to, to both of them and make it a quick work. And by the way, we're not going to, you know, we have a bunch of prayer requests that are on the bottom of the screen as well. We can't get to everyone verbally, but we certainly want you to join in the prayer requests you see at the bottom of the screen because they're each important. In fact, you know, Chris and I were discussing recently that we could we could expand this show much more quickly than we do. Um, as of right now, we usually get about 600 new followers a day. We could do that, do this much more quickly. But the reason we don't is we want to be able to give each of these prayer requests, the individualized attention that they deserve. And so we, you know, we only really advertise and market at a rate that allows us to do that. But even so, it's hard to get to all of them verbally. And so we ask that you guys see these names at the bottom of the screen to please keep them in mind too, okay? And more than in mind in prayer. Now, uh, someone known to me named Lisa says, please pray for our daughter dealing with depression and drugs. And I can tell you, I know this family very well, and they're dealing... They've dealt with a lot, um, and I don't, I don't need to get into it, but they've just about every body blow that you can imagine this family's dealt with, and now this one daughter is dealing with depression and drugs. That's some serious wilderness area right there. So, Father God, I pray in Jesus' name 
that you just destroy these this drug addiction and that you you lift her her spirits. The Bible talks about a spirit of heaviness. One of my favorite ministers is a guy named Derek Prince who struggled with depression for a long time, well after he was saved, well into his ministry. And he finally saw in the Bible this verse that talks about a spirit of heaviness. And he realized that he was dealing with a spirit. He was dealing with something that was actually trying to destroy him. And so we come against the spirit of heaviness for Lisa. And why not the spirit of addiction also for her daughter, I mean. And we totally rebuke it. And we we pray that it is replaced in full with the Holy Spirit. And God, a lot has been stolen from that family. This, this family is as close to Job as I know. And just as you honored Job and you you repaid his his pain with with kindness, I pray that you do that for the, that family as well, because those are the kindest people you're ever going to meet. In Jesus' name, amen. Ijaz from Pakistan says, my family is broken for four years and I have a financial problem. Ijaz, God is a God of restoration. I pray that your family is fully restored. I pray that your financial problem is fully healed. And I pray that, and I can, I declare that your best days are ahead of you personally and in your family life and financially in Jesus' name. Religious says, my prayer is to pass a licensure exam for becoming a teacher. All right, well, Father God, if you've put that on religious heart in Jesus' name, we pray that not only is she a teacher, because we need a lot of good teachers, that she is a great positive influence to all of her students, and she helps lead many of them to Christ in Jesus' name. Ramon says, thank you, Jordan and Kristen. Please pray for my children's safety in California and for me. Father God, please be with Ramon and all the great people of the state of California. Please, please be with his children and provide a hedge around them for their protection. Rebuke any plans the enemy might have for them. Keep them close to your heart. In Jesus' name, amen. And Brenda says, please pray for my sisters and her daughters in New York. Well, all right, same thing. Father God, we know that New York is hard hit right now by the coronavirus. We pray for Brenda. We pray for her sister. We pray for her daughters in New York. And we pray that they're just totally protected from this thing and all other plans of the enemy in Jesus' name. Veronica asks that we please pray for her her and her family in Belmapan, which is the capital of Belize. Father God, we pray for Veronica and all the good people in the city of Belize. We pray for total victory for them. We pray for healing for them. We pray for financial provision in Jesus' name. Sorov says, please pray for me and my wife's TV program. Her name is Nitu. Okay, well, Suraz. Uh, God knows better than I do with what your TV program is about, but I pray for for victory in that situation. I pray for total success, okay? And I pray that you use it as a great ministry tool to win many souls to the kingdom. All right, an an old friend of ours, Gerard, says, please pray for me. I need God's touch in my life. Uh, Gerard has been struggling before, and Gerard, I'm here to tell you that you got to keep pushing through, man. You know, sometimes miracles happen quickly. Sometimes it's, it's a walk in the wilderness, but Listen to what I said tonight. You got to get yourself in the word every day, morning, noon, and night, okay? God, we pray that you touch Gerard's life and you use his life as a ministry to touch other people's life, that your love and your blessings flow right through Gerard and into other people in Jesus' name. In fact, on that point, I want to pray that for all of these people, you turn the enemy's plans on its head that where, where the enemy has afflicted people with depression, you turn these people into a great ministry 
to help other people who have depression. Where they have financial needs, you put them in a position where they can help others with financial needs. For every attack of the enemy, I declare here a counterattack against the enemy to punish him because your word says, touch not mine anointed and do my prophets no harm. So I declare these people are under God's protection that the enemy is going to regret the day that they came against, that he came against them in Jesus' name. All right, just a few more. Sonny says, please pray for me and my family. Sonny, we include you in that prayer. We pray for you, yourself and your family. Sharon says, I'm 35. And it looks like she had been engaged for seven years. But she found out the person she was engaged to was not living a godly life. He's not a born again Christian. So they broke it off. And now she's asking just for a new proposal, I guess, for marriage, which will be according to God's will. Well, that's, listen, that's a great situation. Hey, listen, nobody likes when a door gets slammed in their face, right? But I'm telling you, it's better a door gets shut than walk through the wrong one, right? That's and right. Kristen and I both know about that. And maybe someday we can share with you, maybe I'll do it just tomorrow, who knows, uh, about some of, the, some of the doors that got slammed in my life, praise God, that if I had gone through them, if they had, if, if I had walked through them, I wouldn't be with Kristen now. And I would just be smacking myself in the face every morning with my own shoe. So listen, I'll tell you something else real quick. Cause, and Kristen and I have discussed this a lot and she didn't know I was going to say this, but I remember when one door in particular was shut and I had the choice and I said, no, I'm not going to do it. And, and this was someone who in the natural could have been a great temptation. But I said, and I knew this, I said, God will never give me something less than what the enemy had for me. You know, the enemy is going to lie to you. He's going to say, well, this person was so great in this and he was so great in that and he was so good looking, whatever. I'm going to tell you something. What God has for you is unequivoc unequivocally completely better in by leaps and bounds than what the enemy has for you. I am so glad because now I'm with Kristen, praise God, hallelujah. And the verse that we talk about all the time in our relationship is now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly beyond all we ask or imagine in Jesus name. Okay. And, and I say that because when I compare her to what, who is, is, is just the most amazing person in every way imaginable to what the enemy had, the best the enemy had. Uh, it, it's like I, I told her the other day, it's like comparing flying in a personal luxury jet to basically rowing a boat that has holes in it. Okay, that's really the, that's really the difference. So, Sharon, I congratulate you on that proposal being broken off. I, I'm so grateful that God did a great work in your life to keep you from making a terrible mistake. I'm glad the enemy was forced to reveal himself. Right. And I'm even more thankful for the other person who's coming into your life, who I bet has a similar story to you, who's going to be everything that you've hoped and dreamed times a hundred in Jesus name. Amen. Maybe, you know what, we're going to film from your house tomorrow, Chris, and maybe we'll, we'll do a little bit of that. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, we should share our stories. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. A couple more. Naomi, hello, and thank God for what you are doing. Please pray for my firstborn grandson for a blessing. In Jesus name, we pray that you anoint this firstborn grandson yes. with health, with peace, with prosperity, with wisdom, and with grace and mercy, and that you that he is dedicated to the work of Christ in Jesus' name. Yes, Two more. Cletus says, please pray for me to overcome a marital delay. I'm 30 years old. My sister's 42, and we're both still single. Please pray for us to God be the glory. 
and they ask for God to attract the right people in their lives. Okay. Father God, I pray that you have the right person for Cletus and for Cletus's sister. Mm-hmm. Listen, uh, 30, God can find the right person for you at age 30. Isn't that right, Kristen? I, yes. And, and at 40. Isn't and at that 40. Right, so it's, <laughs> hey, you're, 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 you're in the right zone right here, Cletus. So good for you. Yes. In Jesus' name, we pray. Um, we pray that whole situation works out. But not just that. We know it's going to work out. If God yes. has put on that yes. heart, delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. In Jesus' name. So we pray that, yes. Cletus, that you are delighted in the Lord, and he gives you the, the desires of your heart. And last among the ones that were sent in, Shazad says, Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, please pray for our hungry people. Our nation needs food and rations. There are so many poor Christians who are daily wage earners. So during this lockdown, they're suffering very badly with hunger and poverty. Mm. If the Holy Mm -hmm. Spirit can guide you, then you can pray and reach those unreached poor people. That right there is a faith prayer. That reminds me of the, the prayer that the Roman centurion said to Jesus, where he said, I don't deserve to have someone like you come into my house, but just say the word and I know my servant will be healed. And I don't mean to suggest that Kristen and I uh, are, are Jesus. It's not what I'm saying, but just I, I commend Shazad for the boldness of this prayer. That just, I love the last part. The, if you know, the Holy Spirit can just reach those, un, those, those unreached yes. poor people. Father yes, God, you are our provision. I pray in Jesus' name that the Holy Spirit reaches those people, that they will not go hungry. They will not be poor. They will be a blessing. And in fact, other people will come to them, okay, because they need to be fed in Jesus' mighty name. All right. Let me see if we have any more prayers come in. Nair just says, please pray for my family in restlessness from Pakistan. Yes. And Jean Michael Salemi says, please pray for, for me and my family. All right. Well, we're praying for both of you guys. We're praying for you. We're praying for you, Nair. We're praying for you, Jean Michael. Uh, for peace and for your families, that God protects you and cares for you and just holds you very close to his heart. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. All right, Kristen, do us a favor, please, and lead everyone listening in the call to salvation. Absolutely. So follow after me. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. You prayed that prayer? Let us know, please. Just comment on the video or send us a message. That's right. All right. And I don't want to leave this person out. This person, Gracie, just posts on our page. And it's important because it has to do with what we are just talking about. Please pray for my family and my relationship with my boyfriend. I'm in a relationship for three and a half years now, but we've had a problem for two months now. Well, Gracie, listen, God knows what that is better than Kristen and I do. We don't know it all. So I'm going to pray for you and I'm going to pray for your boyfriend. And if this is meant to be, then then I pray that God works this out. But if it's not meant to be, then I pray that God makes that clear to you. And, and I'm not passing judgment one way or the other. In fact, I'm, I'm quite proud of you for doing the right thing and bringing this to the altar of God. And what I would just suggest to you is you really now, it's, it's not enough just to pray, but you also have to yield. Okay. Yield to what yield to the Holy spirit. Let him do the, the work. So father God, in Jesus name, we lift Gracie up to you 
in this relationship that she's been in for three and a half years now, you know, you know the solution to this problem. You know how to answer this prayer. This is an honorable prayer here. Father God, we pray that you just have total victory over this situation and give her peace about it. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. All right, guys. Well, look, um, thank you guys all for joining us tonight. We're going to see you tomorrow from Kristen's house. We ask that once again, you please like and share these videos. Again, this is just a very easy way for you guys to fulfill the command that Jesus gave us to spread the word to to all the nations. Uh, Believe it or not, even though we're in the United States, only about 10% of our followers are from the United States. In fact, the Philippines is the country where we have the most followers. And I think, I think, uh, where is it? Not Laos. What, what country is it where we have the, the city with the most? Fiji. Fiji is a city, I think, that where we have the most followers. So, you know, you don't have to necessarily go on a missions trip to fulfill what's basically Jesus's missionary requirement for all of us. Uh, we can do it electronically. So if you just like and share the page, again, we don't get paid from this at all. We put out our money and our time every day to do this. Um, but all we ask is you help us spread the good news of Christ, which is victory in all things, to as many people as you can. All right, guys, listen, so we'll see you tomorrow night at 7.30, where we'll be filming from Kristen's house. And I think tomorrow night's message is going to be, uh, God doesn't close one door without opening another one, because I think I pretty much already have it written in my head now. Uh, (laughs) So, And if you tune in, you're going to probably hear some personal stories from me and Kristen, which, of course, (laughs) I'm going to discuss with her before I say it on air. One last thing before we quit out. Listen, last time I, I was at Kristen's house last night. I just want to clarify something. I know what part of the video it looked like I was putting my hand down my pants. That's not what happened. I had my keys in my pocket. Okay. I had to demonstrate something to one of the listeners about th- that involves something that was on my keychain. And if you watch it, you'll see I pull my keychain out. So Sometimes it's it, worse if you explain it. <laughs> so just so you know, my hand was not down my pants. It was in my pocket. All right. And if you watch the whole thing, you'll see that's what happened. Okay. Uh, that didn't end up in thumbnail. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. Listen, we'll see you tomorrow night at 730. In the meantime, be blessed and be a blessing. <laughs> Good night, Kristen. <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Good night. Good night, everybody. <laughs> joining us don't forget to follow jordan and Kristen ministries on facebook youtube and itunes and remember to tune in next week and every week on tuesdays at 8 45 on wmca the mission am 570 and fm 102.3 Amazing.